and welcome to Gem the GM. This is a podcast all about escape rooms from a behind-the-scenes Games Master perspective. But this week we are on episode 8 of the Children of Mysaris arc, which was created by Danny over at Escape This Podcast. I've linked them in the show notes. If you haven't checked out their podcast, please do, because it's really good. And as I said, this is episode eight. So if you haven't listened to the others, then please do go back and listen to those. But for now, we shall get on with episode eight. Are you ready, team? Yes. Ready. 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 For this episode, I just need to tell you that there is something that is to be used more than once. And... At any point, I'm always happy to confirm whether it is an item or not. So if you want to ask me if you're done with something, I'm happy to tell you. But I'll only do that if asked, just in case it counts as a clue. (laughs) (laughs) All right, James, do you remember what happened at the end of the last one? I was having a nap. We all remember perfectly, but for for the audience's benefit, why don't you tell us, Gemma, what happened? (laughs) Nicely put. So at the end of the last one, Nurse Jay stuck James with a syringe full of something that sent him to sleep. Just as you were passing out, you saw her getting out a blood collection tube. Dun, dun, dun. And do you remember why she was doing that? Because we discovered that it was her daughter who was one of the children of Mysaris. Yes, and they found a note that said... James's blood goes to the priest. Otherwise, Chloe, child of Mysaris, dies. Right. So, James. Yes. You wake up. Mm. Your neck doesn't hurt. It just kind of prickles a bit. And there is a dot on your inner elbow where Nurse Jay has drawn some blood from you. You're in shock. Who knocks someone out and takes their blood to give to a cult? You stagger outside and you see that the sky is still the dark of an early night. You weren't unconscious for very long. You might even be able to get your blood back if you know where Nurse Jay was taking it. Priest. Where do you think the priest might be? Church slash cemetery. Well, to be honest, I don't mind that they've got my blood. They can have it if they want. So you just want to go home at this point and just... Yeah, I'm quite tired, to be honest. <laughs> I've pretty much, I'm quite cool with what they're doing. It seems like a legit cause, so. But I suppose we should go to the church area and get our my blood back <laughs> for some reason. I'm going to put it back in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you head over to the cemetery and you hardly pass anyone on your way. It's almost like they've all gone home to hide from whatever's coming, but... You know that's not true. The apathy tea is still spraying away into the air, keeping them relaxed and compliant. When you reach the cemetery, you see neither Nurse Jane nor a priest, so you head for the church. When you push on the door, though, it doesn't open, and you see a large lock. Ah, so somebody else is locked in a room for a change. But with a lock on the outside, they don't have much chance of escaping on their own. Perhaps this time you need to find a way in. You glance around the closest section of the cemetery. In this rectangular patch in front of the church, you see a total of 10 headstones. There's four in each corner, which appear to be blank. 
And then the six between them, one has a bouquet of flowers in front of it. One has a flag sticking out of the ground in front of it. Two are close together and you believe that they're part of a couple's grave. One has got a coffin resting above ground. And one is at the head of an open grave. So at the very north end of the area is a large crematorium, sorry, a large cremation wall with memorial plaques for those that have been cremated. Over to the left of the rectangle is a small building, which is a personal mausoleum. The doors are flanked by two enormous statues. Growing beside the open grave is a healthy green tree. There is another tree next to one of the blank headstones, but it is completely dead. James, you sigh and take in your surroundings, not seeing anything that could help you get into the church. But, oh, wait, did, did you just hear a voice? Hello? Yeah, it kind of sounded like hello. Is it me you're looking for? Hello. 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 Is someone there? Hello. It's coming from an open grave. That's not really what you want, is it? Well, the voices don't sound too zombie-like, so you'll take a chance. You approach the open grave and it turns out it's been dug way deeper than you expected. You thought coffins were normally buried six feet under, as they say, but this hole must be double that at least. And sitting right at the bottom are three people. You introduce yourself (laughs) and find out that they are Tim, Ursula and Rex. James, you assumed that they were going to say that some creepy person interrogated them and shoved them in. But actually, that's not at all what happened. They fell in. So you three are brothers and sisters, brothers and sister, and you are not residents of Peter's Point. You were just stopping in at the cemetery on your way home from a road trip up the coast. And as soon as you arrived, you felt a change in the air. And to your shock, the east end of the park was blocked off by some kind of invisible wall. You panicked so badly that you sprinted through the cemetery, not watching where you were going. And well, here you are. James, this is very interesting. Yeah, all three of you fell down. Yes, what are the chances? I know, right? It was a grave error. (laughs) How many times are you going to make that joke tonight, Rob? (laughs) He didn't laugh the first time, so I had to make it again. (laughs) (laughs) What was interesting about their story, James? Can you um, read their story again? Hello there, we're brothers and sisters. We're not from Peter's Point, we were on a road trip and then we were coming back where there was a barrier and we couldn't get out and something in the air felt different and we sprinted away and fell down the grave. Who are you? Quite right, Tim. (laughs) Right, where are you from? No, 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 no. Was there anything interesting about their story? They just seem a bit clumsy. So the interesting thing about their story is that they were panicked by the invisible wall. They weren't apathetic like people normally are which might mean that they're not affected by this apathy tea, just like you. So perhaps if you help them, they can help you. You start to tell them that you'll run home and get a ladder, 
but you all practically scream your refusal. Everybody else you've asked for help has agreed and then walked off as if they've completely forgotten about you. So you won't let it happen again. James, you're going to have to help them without leaving the cemetery. So I'm going to leave you guys. Have fun. I'm afraid we won't allow you to leave. We will somehow stop you from within the grave. Do something. Don't just stand there. Find a rope. Uh, I don't have a... Oh, I have a flag and flowers. So who'd like the flag and who'd like the flowers? Unhelpful. Well, the flag. How long is the flag? Is it a long flagpole? Does it have a rope? Because not often flags have a rope, don't they, to hoist up the flagpole? Yeah. It's a very small flag. It's just uh, stuck into the graves about the size of your forearm. Its primary colours are blue, white and yellow, and it's got an intricate symbol in the middle made up of a circle, some letters and a crown. And I shall send you an image of what it looks like. I'm waving it above the, the thing for you to see. I'm just holding it up so you can see what it looks like. Thank you. All right, so that's helpful, yeah? Maybe you could break a branch off of the dead tree and lower that down to us and pull us up. How big's the dead tree? The dead tree is quite large. There isn't a single leaf on it. It must have been dead for years. The branches are so gnarled that they look like beckoning fingers. In fact, one branch is so curled over that the end of it has formed a circle. With regards to breaking a branch, though, it's far too big to do something like that. Okay. Um, Well, let's have a look. Uh, I have to have a look at the other. What about the, the healthy green tree? Can I do anything with that tree? Is there a rope swing attached to it? It's a lovely tree. The leaves are luminous green. Its branches are healthy and deep brown. Well, except for the back of the biggest branch, it's covered in writing. People have obviously come along and scratched their initials, hearts, dates, all sorts of things into it. There's quite a lot of it. They must have been doing it for quite a while. Can I read some of those letters or is it just not relevant? Yeah, you can. Um, the, for example, says Doug loves Kathy. And there's another bit that says Leah and Ernest inside a heart. There's another bit that says Tammy and Taylor are besties. There's a few initials with dates. Um, okay. Maybe you should have a look at what's in that coffin. Is it open, the coffin? The coffin is simple but elegant. It's a shiny wood. You have no idea if there's anything or anyone inside it, though, because there's a padlock holding the lid down. You haven't looked at the flowers yet, have you, James? It's a lovely bouquet of lilies. They're only slightly wilted and they're wrapped in a light blue material. There's some tape holding the material in place and on it, you spot some tiny words. It says... Follow the ring and place only me. Now the ring could refer to the circle in the gnarled dead tree branches. Is the branch with the circle on like pointing in any particular direction? It is pointing in a direction. You may have drawn it in different places on your map. (laughs) James, do you want to try sort of walking directly away from, from it? So in the direction it's pointing? Yes, I do. It's 
sort of looks like it's generally it's pointing west towards the personal mausoleum oh yeah there's all that to examine isn't there maybe mm-hmm. okay what about the cremation wall what's on anything of note on there i wonder if we have to link something from there to the alive the healthy tree that has all those initials on there are at least a hundred memorial squares on the wall. You scan a few and see that they mostly follow the same structure. There's person's name, the age, the dates that they were alive, and a special quote or maybe an image that means something to them. Um, have a look at the couple's grave. Their headstones both have their names and other details, along with a romantic poem. The poem says, Through dirt and dust and hunger... The future holds no loss. Our love erases anger as we clear away the moss. Mm. Clear away the moss. Okay. Yeah. Is there moss around their uh, gravestones? No, there isn't. Is there moss on any of the other gravestones? You go around and have a look at all of them. You don't really see any moss, no. Some are a bit more worn than others, but no moss. What about the blank headstones? Does they have anything anything of note? The none of the headstones have moss. The blank headstones, if you look closer at the any of the four headstones, you see that actually they're not blank exactly. They're just quite weather-worn for the words to be legible. And that's the same for all four of them, yeah? Yeah. Can we explore that building a little bit more with the statues? The mausoleum? Yeah, and the statues out front. Hey, they're about seven or eight feet tall. They're carved to look like angels. One is female and her hands are clasped together near her heart like she's praying. The other is male and is embracing himself like he's cold. What about the mausoleum itself? It's not too tall. It's a moss-covered stone building. The side walls have small high windows, which you're not tall enough to see through. And of course, the front wall has a big door. It doesn't look locked, but strangely, it has three doorknobs in a vertical line, one on top of the other. They all turn, but doing so doesn't seem to have any effect on the door. Can we clear away the moss? Moss clearing services. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You wipe away the grimy moss, making a face as you do so. It's extremely unpleasant to touch, and it's getting stuck in your fingers and under your nails. But the more you wipe away, the more you realise that what's underneath is not stone like the rest of the mausoleum. It's actually glass. There's a long abandoned window here, and it's low enough that you can see through it. Inside the mausoleum, there is a coffin in the centre, and sitting on top of it, there is a photograph. In each of the corners of the mausoleum, there is a candle. So there's four candles. Yeah. But <laughs> well, there are also knife handles and spoon handles. <laughs> and he says my jokes are there. Uh-huh. Is there, are the candles lit? They're not. So we can't make out um, what's in the photograph. Who? No. If the male angel is embracing himself, are his arms open at all or are they completely... No, they're wrapped around him. They're wrapped around him, okay. And the female one is embracing what looks like her heart. 
No, she's got her hands together like she's praying. Hands on. Okay. Did we try walking in the direction of the the circle branch on the dead tree and see where we ended up? You didn't. You didn't because I didn't tell you the exact placement. So that's not relevant. But the direction is not relevant. Okay. So follow the ring may or may not be related to that circle. Can we see the photo in on top of the coffin? No. And so, and the four blank headstones have writing on, but it's too worn to read. Is that right? Yeah. Just have a look at the flag again. It looks like it's got two letters on it, a C and an F. If we look on the tree of all the engravings, are there any things in there relating to a C and an F, maybe, or any initials for C, F, or and F, an M? Yeah, it's an M as well, isn't it? And there's an M as yeah, it could be an M actually as well. The outside could be an O. I'm one, yeah. wondering if it's something to do with children of my Cyrus. Definitely right. Yeah. You don't see anything on the branch that specifically has those letters. What about on the cremation wall? Is there any one there of initials that match that? It'd take you a bit of a while to look through. There's quite a lot of them. If you want to. James. <laughs> now, I'm fairly confident that all stands for Children of My Cyrus. I think Joe's right there. That makes sense. I feel like the only solid clue we've actually got for a ring place only. What rings do we have, though, where we could possibly place the flowers? Not on the statues. What about the couples? Could be a wedding ring. Maybe. Place the flowers in front of the couple's headstones. The dead tree, they might have, if those branches broken, they have like rings, so to tell you how old they are. So oh, would, would there be yeah. something else on that dead tree that we've not explored? There isn't really anything else to be seen. None of the branches are broken off, even though it is quite gnarly and, and obviously dead. The only thing ring-like you can see is is that branch that curls round. Can we try and like put the bouquet of flowers, like slot them into the ring in the tree does that work yeah you could you could do that nothing happens except for the tree looks prettier now did we say the flowers were lilies yes light blue is there anyone on the cremation wall with the name of lily no is there any writing on the tree with the name of lily in it no and were the flowers blue or was the wrapping blue? The wrapping was blue. Can we try and climb out of the grave by like standing on each other's shoulders? <laughs> I'll, I'll reach in and help you. <laughs> Unfortunately not, no. Even if James reaches down and you get on each other's shoulders, you just can't get out. There's nothing to grip and James isn't strong enough. Also, I've had to quadruple the depth of this grave to make sure that you can't get out okay. of the grave. Hmm. Can you stand in front of the statues and imitate their pose, like hugging and praying, see if any effect? Nothing happens. Oh, I was so sure that was going to do something. Can you examine the door to the church more closely? Yeah, you haven't looked at that yet. Um, The lock to the, the lock that is holding it shut is a five letter combination lock. On the five-letter combination lock, can we put in L-I-L-L-Y? 
It doesn't have the right letters for you to do that. Okay. What letters does it have? I'll be making it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I can. I no, can if you wanted me to. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Can we look in the deep grave that we're in? Can we see anything lying on the ground of it or anything? No, there isn't anything down there except you guys. Do we have anything in our pockets? You <laughs> might do, but nothing really that's really going to help you. Okay, can we stand where the flowers are and look at the ring in the tree? Can we see anything through it in the distance? If you put your um, finger, like your forefinger and your thumb together, the ring's about that big. Okay. So you you can't really look through it from a distance. What if we got up close and looked into it? Can we see anything? So if James goes up close to the branch and puts his eye up to the ring, you can't really see the whole graveyard. It's kind of focusing your eye and your attention on the statues in front of the mausoleum. But more specifically, it's focusing you on the woman's hands. Ooh. Inspect woman's hands. They're like a slot or something that you could put a bouquet of flowers into. They're not quite touching. There is a tiny space between them. Ooh. So you can insert yes. the bouquet into her hands? The bouquet won't fit. What about the wrapping from the flowers? If you take the wrapping off into a sheet and slot into hands. <laughs> really? Well, it, the, it the writing on it says, place only me. It does. So you remove the material from the flowers. You fold it or scrunch it. I think folding would be easier. Um, so it's thin enough to fit between the female statue's hands. You put it in there, nothing happens. You wait just in case, but no, definitely nothing. Maybe you misinterpreted the instructions. So you grab the material out and then, uh, you almost drop it. There's something on it, some kind of white, creamy liquid. Ew. No, what you are. Yeah, it's an exciting time in the moment. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Oh. Typical Danny. <laughs> I thought you guys might have fun with that, but... Um, inspect. Inspect how? What, just look at it? Taste it. Smell it. <laughs> <laughs> what about if we rub this substance on the blank gravestones? Hang on, he, he, he said inspect it. What do you want to do with it? I wonder where Tom was going with that. He's going to rub this white substance <laughs> on the oh. head. <laughs> on the head. <laughs> so we're going to. That's what I would like to. That's what I would like to instruct James to do: rub the white substance on the blank headstones and see if it oh. reveals the weathered text. How much of the white substance have we got? Can we afford to? Yeah, there's quite a lot of it. <laughs> oh, this this is bad, isn't it? It's smearing white substance <laughs> on people's graves. <laughs> it feels like so like Jay from the Inbetweeners, doesn't it? It does a bit. Uh, Maybe that's not the right move. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. We haven't uh, tried it yet. 
you keep saying stuff and then moving on to the next thing. I'm not sure what you actually want to do. Rub the white stuff on the headstones. Right. Okay. So you do exactly that and you kind of start polishing it, which seems to work. (laughs) But unfortunately, a lot of the words are too far gone to salvage. But you do manage to recover a few things. On the upper left headstone, you get a T and an M. T for tango, M for mother. On the lower left headstone, you get a B and an M. B for bravo, M for mother. On the upper right, you get a T, a T and a B. And on the lower right, there's actually a bit more. There's a letter M, but then... Also, you polish out three whole words, old to new. Um, can we look at the green, the writing on the green tree and see if there are any initials matching like T&M or B&M or TTB? No, not really. Are there blank spaces between like the T and the M where missing letters are or is that a pair together? There is quite a bit of space between some of them. You can tell that they are all parts of words, but that's all you've been able to scrub out. Uh, What about the crematorium wall? Can we see any names which look like they could match those letters in those positions? Not really, no. I mean, obviously there are names that contain those letters, but nothing obvious. Can I just ask a question at this stage? Have we done everything we need to do with the flowers? Yes. And the dead tree? Yes. And the female angel? Yes. So could T, M and B stand for top, middle and bottom? Could be. Maybe that's the way we need to turn the knobs. So maybe you've got to go in the pattern. Can we judge by the, the the weathering which one is the oldest and which is the newest? No. Okay. Hmm, I think it looks like it's the right direction, but we need to know the order. Yeah. Do the doorknobs appear to be different ages? No, they all look the same. Um, Not sure. Some of this old to new. What we use for that, we've not got anything written on the other graves that we we can work out. The crematorium wall plaques have I've missed this bit. So they've got squares on with names and ages and things and dates. Do they yeah. are they ordered by date or age or anything, or do they appear random? Uh, yeah, they're just random. They're not ordered. They're just uh, well. Mm-hmm. This is not relevant at all, but I was just thinking about it. I suppose they'd be in the order that people died, which so. would which would put them in date order, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, but not relevant. But it's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to be dazzled by my brilliant idea. That'd be good now. I think we should go to the mausoleum, look in the window and look at the candles and see if the candles are different heights. Some have burned down more than others. The candles, whilst not currently lit, have definitely been lit in the past because they are indeed all different heights. The one in the upper left corner is the tallest. It looks like it's almost brand new. The upper right corner is fairly short. 
the lower left corner is just shorter than the upper left and the lower right is the shortest by far. So that gives us our order. All right, so M would be first then. So try turning the middle knob on the door. Then try turning the bottom and middle together. Then, or, or one, or the bottom and then the middle, I guess. And then the top, and then the top again, then the bottom, then the top and then the middle. Um, could you say that order again, please? You've got the order slightly wrong, Tom. Did I? Switch the two middle ones around. I thought it was top left is the new, the tallest candle. Top left is the tallest. Then top Top, right. Top right's fairly short. The bottom left is just shorter than the tallest one. So the bottom left comes off the top left. Okay. So it's middle, top, top, bottom, bottom, middle, top, middle. So once you get your head around the crazy combination of handle turns, the door to the mausoleum opens for you. And inside is much cleaner than the outside. The poor person inside the coffin must have only recently died. Okay, so let's explore now. Let's have a look at this photo that's on there. Well, the coffin itself is large and it's ornately decorated and it's sitting in a slightly indented part of the floor. You notice something, possibly a piece of paper. It kind of looks like it's wedged under the coffin, but... You can't get your fingers in there to get it. The photo is a staged photo. It's quite recent looking with seven people standing and smiling. In the centre is an elderly man. You assume he might be the person whose mausoleum this is, but you can't be sure. He's absolutely beaming like this is the best photo of his life. All the others in the photo are men too. They're quite a bit younger than him. And right on the bottom of the photo, there's some handwriting. My favourite. But that's it. The paper has a jagged cut across the bottom as if someone's ripped it out of something or cut cut it roughly or something. Is there any name or any writing on the coffin at all? No, there isn't. Does it look like the bit of paper stuck underneath the coffin is the right size that it could possibly be? The other part of this piece? That's quite impossible to tell at this stage. Okay. Anything else in the mausoleum other than the coffin and the picture? No. Well, there's the candles, but we've used those, don't we? I, I assumed you meant apart from the candles. Don't assume anything. I know, I know. I, do, I rarely do, but we've talked about the candles quite a lot, so you know they're in there. Could you confirm that the candles are still in there, please? Are the candles still in there, James, or have you moved them? No, I haven't moved them, so they look like they're still in here. They are still there. Good to know, thank you. Yeah. Seven people, eh? So there's no names on the coffin or the mausoleum or anywhere? Nope. And the coffin's too heavy to be picked up and lifted, even if, well, of course, James is on his own, so he can't, can he? I'll give it a go. I mean, you know. What are you doing? Just trying to move the coffin? Just trying to move the coffin to get this other piece of paper. Yeah, no, unfortunately you can't. It's far too heavy for you. Mm. I'm pretty strong, so I'm going to try again. (gasps) No. Can we look at the plaques on the crematorium wall? Again? Have we we done, have we used that yet? 
Oh yeah, you, no. Keep looking at it. But there's a hundred on there. You've looked at it a lot. But there are a lot of things on there. You're, you've by no means memorised it yet. I want to see if any of the images match the man or any of the other people in the photograph. You don't see anything that matches. Is there anything else on the photo that we need to pay closer attention to? No. No. Do any of the people in the photo look like they're embracing themselves or embracing each other? Some of them have their arms around the next person, but nobody's in the same position as the angel. Okay. Can we light the candles? Nothing to light them with. Are you sure James isn't a heavy smoker and has a lighter on him? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, is there anything to see out the window from the other side? No. So looking from the inside out, nothing. Good idea, but no. no. What about the mausoleum door we came through? Was there anything on the other side of that? No. So there's seven men in this photo, and an elderly man is the one in the middle, looks really happy. Um, Why is he so happy? I reckon it is his favourite band. He's meeting his favourite band. <laughs> what could his favourite band be? Boys own, presumably. No, they only have five. Yeah. So I was earlier, I was going to see if you wanted a nudge, but then Tom got the candle thing. Um, and I could give you a nudge now, but that would be cheating. Now we're in the mausoleum, we've got the coffin and the picture that we've not used. We haven't used the flag yet. We've got the coffin with the keypad lock, and we've also got the five-letter combination lock on the church door, and also the wall tree. Sorry? Did we examine the coffin in the mausoleum? Can it be opened? It looks like it can be opened. There's no lock on it. Let's open it. This is James we're talking about. I'm opening it. (laughs) There might be a, a ladder. You tentatively lift the lid... You don't want to be the sort of person who desecrates human remains. So you resolve not to look at the actual body as much as possible. Fortunately, he must have died quite recently because he still has that asleep look. Is it the man in the picture? Yes. Okay. He must have been a rock climbing enthusiast because inside the coffin with him is a harness and a long piece of rope. Yay! <laughs> How random. <laughs> And yet convenient. <laughs> right, I'm going to throw this rope down and the harness. So you can each come up one by one. Well done, team. You're all up. Well done. Great. Hey. Right. <laughs> That's worked. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Next song. <laughs> Maybe loop the rope around the tree that's next to the grave and we can use that as an anchor. I was going to say that if you throw it down... The rope is more than long enough, but trying if they're trying to climb it and you're trying to pull them out, your hands get all burnt and blistered and ouch. So could you think of a better way, which Tom did? So if you loop the rope around the largest branch of that tree, which is next to the grave, with a bit of clever manoeuvring, you have yourself a pulley. So Tim, Ursula and Rex, you strap on the harness one by one and wait to be lifted. It's not an easy job. The rope slides all over the place, left and right across the branch, scraping some of the bark right off of it. But at long last, you are all out of the open grave. Woohoo! Right then, with all four of us, we should be able to shift this coffin, right? 
Easy. Yeah. Everyone get a corner. Are we ready? On three, we're going to lift. Ready? One, two, three. Lift. <laughs> there we go. Well done, team. It's out. Yeah. Got it. Let's have a look at this piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. We've got it. <laughs> Nailed that. After you grab the piece of paper that's under the coffin, you take a look at it, and written on it is a name. It says Katie Brayburn. My favourite, Katie Braeburn. So this isn't the missing section of the photograph. It doesn't look like it. You can hold the two pieces together. They don't look like they go together. But we now have a name that we can go to the cremation wall and look for. Yes, again, back to the cremation wall. <laughs> yeah. This is like that um, swordfish's nose, isn't it? <laughs> well, with all four of you, it would take, it would be a lot quicker to look through the wall so you go over to it and um, it takes you a little while, but you do eventually find a memorial plaque for Katie. It's surprisingly worn. It's not been kept in very great condition. So you have to squint a little bit to read her details. She died age 81, a decade ago. She's got two children, three grandchildren. And there's a quote at the bottom, but you can only read the word go. 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 More of that uh, sticky white substance to rub on it, don't we? Is there anything on the tree with the initials KB? Well, if you go back round to that branch, the rope really did a number on it. It scraped off a lot of the bark so that a lot of the writing is no longer there. So you remember that I said there was the name Doug? That kind of looks like Dig. And the heart that had Leah and Ernest now just has the UND. Well, it looks like UND and the ER from Ernest. Mm. And the Tammy and Taylor are besties now just says TTB. We need to dig the grave that says TTB on it. But what do we dig with? We haven't got anything to dig with. The top right one is DTB, but we got nothing to dip. Yeah, unless we want to dig with our hands. Could, I guess. Can we dig with our hands? Or is that impossible? Do you want to just go over to the grave first and have a look, maybe? Let's go over to the grave first and have a look, then. Dig up more dead bodies! (laughs) The dirt there is quite loose, and... So if you wanted to just move a bit with your hands, it wouldn't be a problem. James's hands are all mossy anyway, and you guys are quite dirty from crawling out of the grave. So I don't think any of you are pristine. Right, let's dig away. So It doesn't really take all of you if you just uh, start to run your fingers through the loose dirt. It doesn't take you very long and you find a key. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's going to be a red herring, surely. We don't need that at all. Uh, let's take the key to the locked coffin and unlock it. Yeah, it does fit that lock and it comes off and the lid opens easily. There's no person inside this one, thankfully, but there is a small scrap of paper. When you pick it up, you realise that it's photo paper with a jagged edge like it's been ripped or roughly cut. Mm. And there's writing on it. Quite a lot of writing. 
which I will send you now. My favourite team celebrating with me November 2017. Cristiano Ronaldo in brackets, Real Madrid forward, close brackets. Sergio Ramos, open brackets, Real Madrid defender and captain, close brackets. Uh, Marco Asensio, open brackets, Real Madrid midfielder, close brackets. Manuel Neuer, Neuer, open brackets, Bayern Munich goalkeeper and captain, close brackets. Mats Hummels, open brackets, Bayern Munich defender, close brackets. And Sandro Wagner, open brackets, Bayern Munich forward, close brackets. Okay. That flag that we found there is not the flag of any of those football teams, is it? Either Bayern Munich or Real Madrid. I'm fairly certain that's Children of My Cyrus. So the only things left to use now are the flag and the door with the five-letter combination lock. The male male angel statue. Yeah. Are we done with the statues? Or do we still need to use the male statue? You don't need to use the male statue. We don't. But we're not done with the statues yet. Okay. What happens if we take the photo, a completed picture, and we put that in the female angel's hands? Nothing happens, just placing it in the hands. And then take it out. If you take the photo back out, it's got some of that gunky stuff on it what else do we need to uncover now that you kind of know that that's there if you go right up to the hands and and look there's it's quite a lot of it in there it's, it's almost like they were polishing the statue and some of it got caught in between her hands <laughs> that's sometimes what happens if you polish too much <laughs> I wish I could record it, uh, rewind it and show you because Tom's already said it. (laughs) Tom's already said what we need to do. Yeah. Go on, Tom, think back. Say it again, Tom, say it again. You did that classic thing where you're all talking about what you could do, but then nobody actually does it. (laughs) Something with the white. Did you say you were going to put it on the the cremation wall as well? Over the plaque of Katie Bravo, where it says go, we didn't actually do it, did we? You did not. We'll take the material from the flowers again, get some more white stuff on it, and rub it over Katie What's-Her-Face's plaque. (laughs) All right. You wipe down the metal, and it's working. You can see the full quote now. Although there's not just words, there is a picture as well. So it says, go Real Madrid. And then there is a picture, which is the same image as on the flag. And also, there was another word that you couldn't read before. Above Katie's name, it says captain. She was Captain Katie Brayburn. Let's try going across to the five-letter combination I've been putting in Ramos, R-A-M-O-S. The lock pops open and you're about to push the door open when the siblings, you have a sudden realisation. With the terrifying barrier and falling into an open grave, you completely forgot what you came here to do. 
you rush back to the cremation wall and search for a name. What name are you looking for? Bob Jones. You look for Bob Jones, and <laughs> when you find it, Ursula pulls out a little origami flower from her pocket, and you kind of attach it to the plaque. James watches you do this, and when you read the name on the plaque, you can't help but frown. So uh, noticing this, Ursula, you explain that they were a relative of yours, your great uncle, who taught you to do origami when you were little. James, though, you keep frowning because this seems like far too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence. Bob Jones was your great-grandfather. Well, you came to the cemetery searching for your blood, and I guess, in a way, you found it. Well done to you. Hey. All that, and I still don't get my blood. You still don't get your blood back, no. Goodness. You guys have got to be more careful when there's, like, big open graves around. So if you fell through these this into this open grave, it was quadruple the size. So what's that, about 44 foot? That could potentially... 24. Six. Oh, okay, 24 foot. Oh, okay. You could break a leg, though, if not... Good. Probably good, yeah. Whoever fell first would break a leg. The rest of us would get a soft landing. And on top of them, yeah, have a soft yeah. landing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the people in the playthrough did break a leg, but none of you oh, guys well. told me that you broke a leg, so I just assumed that. Yeah. Um, I'm confused. We didn't use the flag, did we? We did never use the flag, no. Were we supposed to? Not really use it. It's just a, a point towards the Real Madrid team. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you said it's the flag of Real Madrid, isn't it? Oh, it is the flag of Real Madrid. All right. Yeah. You said it was the no. You kept saying it was the flag of Children of My Cyrus. That's what we thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? That's funny because I never saw C O M in it. Like I didn't really. They didn't mention that on the playthrough, so I didn't pick up on that. But yeah, you guys were just like, it's Children of Mysaurus. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, that's got to be Madrid. What is it? Madrid Football Company? What's the C? Club. Club, club. That's it. has got to be, isn't it? Did you enjoy that one, guys? I did like that one. Yeah, I thought that was a good room. Good, clever puzzles. Good one. Well done, Tom, with that thing with the candles. Yeah, that was really good, actually. There was a lot of puzzles which stumped us for a while, but we did get there after a little bit of thinking. Mm. After thinking for quite a bit, yeah, we got there. And always do everything. Yeah. Don't just talk about. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to support the podcast, then leave a five-star review wherever you listen, especially if you know any of us, if any of, uh, of these guys' friends and family are listening. Hello. Write a five-star review somewhere, please. Yeah. <laughs> and until next time. No other star reviews allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the tagline. That's not the tagline. <laughs> what if they don't give it five stars? <laughs> then don't write a review. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, Joe has spoken. Five stars. Nothing less. Cool, guys. So until <laughs> next time. Keep on escaping. Keep on escaping. escaping.